Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And today I have the Ohio State University Buckeye, C. Grant, who we're going to talk about some amazing things. The championship game of O2, his career with the NFL and playing for the New Orleans Saints and 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 not Pittsburgh. Don't don't understand that one, but uh, and I'm kidding. So hey, you guys, do me a favor, share this out right now. Let's get some people on here and let's hear C. Grant's story. Stay with us. All right, let's get Mr. C. Grant on here. C, welcome to the show, man. What's going on, Ken? Good to be here. Dude, dude like, I, you know, I've only had one other NFL, maybe two NFL guys on, and um, which isn't as impressive as the fact that you played for the Ohio State University. That's right. Um, but it's still impressive. I mean, the NFL is a big deal. It is. Next level. <laughs> and, and look at this! Look at this! This is my my buddy Victoria. She's she lives down in in Louisiana, man. She's right outside of right. She's she's Do right that. outside. <laughs> she's I trying to convince story. me to come down there and 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 eat crawfish, man. Oh, I was like, food is great. Oh, crawfish! Food. You oh. ever have crawfish? Yes. You got to take the head off, and I mean, there's oh. an art to it. I know people that suck the brains right out of the dang thing. Uh, I don't. I, I don't do that. Uh, I try to no. go about it right away. No. So 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 see you know. Um, first off, thank you for being on the show. Um, second, you know, you, I I've gotten to know you um, over the last few weeks since Mindy Dreyer introduced us. She's a yes. rock star. She definitely is. And and so, you know, we have we we've we've gotten to know each other. You're a good dude. Um, why don't you start with telling everybody where you were born and raised? Okay. Um, first of all, Ken, I appreciate you having me on uh this morning. Uh, I was born in Dover, Ohio, and I was raised in New Philadelphia, Ohio. Um, this is all northeast uh Ohio. I, I grew up in Amish, uh, out towards the Amish country, Sugar Creek. Um yeah area so i had a very unique upbringing um you know to start my life and uh you know when i look back you know i'm 41 i'll be 42 within a couple of weeks when i look back throughout my journey from my start to where i'm at right now i think i have a very unique story uh that needs to be told and uh that's why i'm you know i appreciate this opportunity to be here today well you know so we try just anybody why we tried this last week and and had some technical issues so we're we're, we're kind of going to start back at the top here for those that didn't see it um but you know i think what's interesting and and you can tell you were raised out in the sticks man you said sugar crick 
<laughs> River Creek, Stone Creek. <laughs> yeah, people call it Creek in other parts of the world. Right. Well, <laughs> but but that's 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 just the way it is, man. So so you grew up and and yes, it's Amish. It's definitely Amish country. I grew up in in an Amish part of Ohio too, a okay. different part, not over there. I was on the other side of Ohio, but. And, and, you know, you see the horse and buggies going up and down yeah. the road everywhere all the time, yeah. right? Horse and buggy yield sign on the back. Holding yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, I mean, for those that don't know that, that part of Ohio is just beautiful, man. Rolling hills everywhere. It's just, it's beautiful over there. It definitely so, is. Yeah. Yeah. So Especially Ken, this time of year with the fall, uh, the leaves are changing. I mean, it's just, it's like an <laughs> oasis. Victoria's like like no electricity, goats the whole night. <laughs> that wasn't where that oh, wasn't man. how you grew up. Yeah, it Victoria. was the area he grew up in. There's a lot of Amish over there. A yes, lot. There is. So 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 you what was it like though? Because that's a small town. I mean, how many people were in your graduating class? Ooh, maybe probably not many. No, I would say maybe close to a thousand. I may be giving us too much. That much, that many. I mean, you know, New Philadelphia is a little different than out in the Garraway Highland area, but uh, I mean, it's yeah. all a small town. We all pretty much grew up the same way. Yeah, um, yeah. The thing that I really liked about my hometown is um, I learned about my family, not only through growing up in those four walls at 1214 Cotterly, but as I was growing up, you know, it's one of those towns to where someone will see you at, you know, uh, a marketplace and say, hey, you must be CH's grandson. You know, one of those type of things, you know, just generations of generations of a lot of the same names. And, uh, you know, people you know, generally stick, you know, to that hometown area. But it's uh, it's a great place to raise you know, kids and and uh, and to start a family. Yeah. Yeah. And and so you 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 graduate now. We talked a little bit about this before, but you you played football in high school, right? Correct. Did you play like, is that like, were you born with a football in your hands? I mean, what, is it something that you've always kind of been, you were obsessed about growing up? Um, I'll tell you, um, we, we were a church going family on Sundays. And yeah. so, um, you know, I was one of those kids always looking at the clock, you know, knowing that, you know, around between 1230 and one, we need to get home. So my love basically came uh, through watching the Browns. You know, Northeast Ohio, wow. Bernie Kozar, Kevin Mack, uh, Ernest Biner, Webster yeah. Slaughter, you know, the whole nine. So when you had that going on, and I believe I was, Ken, I believe I was in like first or second grade, uh, we had Ozzy Newsome and yeah. Frank Menafield come to our school. Wow. Was, what was so weird about that? I got a picture with Ozzy when I was like, well, hold on. I got a picture with Mr. Newsome when I was about six or seven years old. So during the draft process forward, you know, coming out of the Ohio State, I go in with an interview with the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, so uh, I let him know, like, hey, you know, you doing what you did there in Cleveland, you know, you had my attention and it was just an honor. You know, I did, I know I did not go to the Ravens, but just to see him and share that story with him and just let you know that uh, wow, you know, your story can happen. Wow. That's amazing. So, yeah, I mean, you're you, – uh, I'm I'm not a Browns fan, dude. I'm sorry. Um, but my wife is my wife was born in Cleveland. Her dad's from the, so her brother 
is a huge Browns fan, and I'm a Steelers fan. So we yeah, you let me know that. Uh, yeah, we I battle it. it. I battle it. I'm still going through it because I'm the only <laughs> one in my household who's a Browns fan, and the rest uh, of them are Steelers. So they gave but, me I mean, it sounds like you have a pretty intelligent household then. <laughs> <laughs> They sound like you. <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to pray for you. So I'm kidding. No, I'm playing, man. But like, yeah, I mean, dude, I grew up in the 70s and you know, we had Lynn Swan, Terry Bradshaw. Right. Uh, I mean, Burton. yeah, I mean, it was crazy, man. So so but, you know, it, it it's always been a fun rivalry between the Browns and the I think the fans take it a little too far sometimes, man. Hey. I mean, it gets a little. Hey, I, I was in Pittsburgh. Uh, it was a couple years back for a game. And I don't know why this guy did this, but he brought his decked out truck, Cleveland Browns, colors, the whole nine. He's up there uh, on the North Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Steelers fans, man, they're going in coolers. I'm talking about you talk about putting dents into the truck. I know, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, man. I wouldn't even wear a jersey to that game. But like, you know, so so I think that um so growing up for you, you you were all about the Browns watching watching the NFL. Um, you, you're right down. I mean, where you grew up is maybe an hour, hour and a half from the NFL Hall of Fame, right? Oh, it's not even an hour. Is it not an hour? No, we all uh, used to take field trips there, so yeah, you get pretty acquainted with it. You yeah, know, I mean, so you grew up with it in your blood. I mean, yeah, and then you, you got to understand, I have family members too that came before me that uh played and got me, you know, into it. And then uh, also a lot of people don't know this, but I had a teammate, Kenny Peterson, he and I are cousins that played on the national championship, you know, 2002 Buckeyes. So uh, being athletic, um, uh, you know, playing football, doing sports was big in my family, still is big. So it was just something that I gravitated towards. um, Yeah. So, and I was able to be a ball boy early for the varsity team as a youngster. So that also helped get me going. That's awesome, dude. So you ended up, um, you ended up after high school. um, What happened? How did you end up playing for the Buckeyes, man? I mean, I know that obviously you're in Ohio. The Buckeyes, it's a pretty, pretty cool team to play for. It is. How how did that happen? I mean, you come from high school right into the Buckeyes. You were just that good. What? What? No, no. There was a there was a journey to to uh, get to the Ohio State. Uh, I don't want to just hit on all the high high points. Um, right. I, I really had a journey. Um, I didn't, you know, I thought small-minded, you know, growing up. I wanted to be, you know, I was very competitive. I knew that early on. I just wanted to be the best from around my area. And yeah. it was one of those things to where that's that was the motivation. You know, some of those old ghost uh, records, uncles had, cousins had. I just wanted to be able to sit around Thanksgiving and kind of just hold my own. Yeah. So as a sophomore. Like, I beat your record, uncle. Right, right. <laughs> so <laughs> as a sophomore, um, Tennessee's head coach, I believe at the time, Philip Foreman, he hand wrote me a letter and sent me and was, you know, talking about the University of Tennessee. Here As a I'm, sophomore in high school? That was right after my sophomore season. Dang. I got a, I got a uh, letter. And and again, Ken, at the time, I wasn't thinking like that. I was like, mm, whatever. I'm not, where's Tennessee? I'm not going to Tennessee. <laughs> where's Tennessee, yeah. right? They right? got more so, hills. 
Right. right. <laughs> um, after my sophomore year, you know, I had a chance to really just talk to my parents about my future. And when they asked me what I was going to do, I was clueless. I knew I did not want to stay at home. Uh, I didn't even know if I wanted to go to college. I was more of, hey, I just want to get a job and start working. And my mom and dad were like, no, you're going to you're going to think this through. So um, believe it or not, it was going into my junior year. Um, I got a call from Michigan State. Nick Saban was the head coach at the time. And I think that trip to East Lansing uh, changed my life. I know it changed my life. I had my um, mom and dad with me. And at this time, you know, I'm a big fish in a small pond. So you couldn't really tell me anything. You know, I, yeah. I you know, and um, I sat there and I had my mom to my right, my dad to my left. And Nick Saban looked us all in the eyes and said, you know, you can be a great talent. And he was saying, you can do this, you can do that. And then it like hit the brakes, but it'll never happen. Your grades suck. Oh no, Nick Saban? Yeah, your grades are terrible. You know, you're there with mom and dad and I'm like, oh, I've already heard this from them. But, uh, you know, it, it let me know at that time, like, okay, you gotta start taking yourself serious if you want someone to take you serious. Yeah. And, uh, from that point, Ken, man, I was I was on an uphill uh, swing. Um, uh, you know, it was it was it was a tough road. I mean, I was retaking classes like as a you know summer school. So when when class started my junior year, I went to school year round until I graduated high school Dang, to get aligned with the clearinghouse and everything. So it you didn't like, have you didn't have summers. No, I was going to school in Maslin. You know, oh I was going gosh. up to a summer school, and my dad would literally, you know, he worked in a steel mill. And he played no games. And he would take me right out to 77 and say, hey, take your tail up there and I'll see you when you get home. You know, it was uh, say what you mean, mean what you say. So uh, commitment just to get um, just to get my grades intact to to really have a chance to go to college. And wow. so uh, that was uh, that was the journey. So. So, OK, so Nick Saban and that's when he was with Michigan, Michigan State. State. Correct. I, I actually know um, D'Antonio that's Mark. Michigan State now, but but so I know his brother. I know his brother. But um, so. So. Uh, so he fired you up. He he got, yeah, he, he, got through, he got through to you and mm -hmm. and you realized, OK, I, I, I got to I got to I got to get this this straightened out. So right. you you ended up turning it around Correct. and 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 you went to Michigan State. <laughs> Listen, I, I I'll tell you how it all, but it all worked out. Listen, I did not yeah. go to Michigan State. They helped me come up with the plan to, to to have a chance. Yeah. Um, I I grew up a Michigan fan, so that was I was a. I gotta I, pray for you. All right, yeah, keep going. But I, so <laughs> I, I grew up. That was where I wanted to go. I was like, That's really to Michigan. To Michigan. Wow. To Michigan. So wow. I had Michigan State helping me get my stuff together. Um, I had all the people around me in school who were Buckeye fans, and I'm a Michigan Wolverine fan. Oh my gosh. Wow. So throughout this journey, uh, you know, the junior year of high school goes by, you get more and more um, interest throughout the college uh, teams. Yeah. So here I am. Um, oh man. I, uh, Coach Cooper has. Uh, a bunch of us come in, you know, a bunch of us recruits come into uh, town. I think it was like a junior day type deal. 
Yeah. Uh, you to really meet some good guys like Ryan Pickett, May Clements, and those guys. And I think when we left there, there was another time to just be motivated. Like, you know, because I was in the dumps, Ken, man. Like, I was retaking classes. I was, when I was a senior, man, I was taking senior English and then going back. And my brother was a sophomore. I was in sophomore English. So, I think meeting those guys and just kind of hearing their journeys and some of the things that they were up against it, it, it helped me get going. You know, for look at look at this comment my buddy Joe put up. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you though, there was um, I took a trip up to uh, Michigan. This is when it all fell apart for them. Uh, Lloyd, Coach Lloyd Carr had me come up, and I had a chance to meet the um, the staff. And that was right when Charles Woodson was at his height. You know, Ty Law. Mm. And honestly, man, outside of the beautiful brick building uh, buildings that they had, when I got into the football um, part of it, man, they lost me. And I in think Michigan, uh, yeah, Michigan. I had a, I had a great talk with uh, Coach Bo. Uh, yeah. I thought that that had me fired up, and uh, just knowing the history, because again, I think I told you last time, Coach Woody Hayes, yeah, um, coached at my high school. So I, I talked to Coach Bo. Did he coach you? No. <laughs> No, no, no. That would have no. That would have been no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, my, my years messed up. All right. You're like, yeah. When I was 80. No. Right. Yeah. But no, man. He had, he had me fired up, but it just didn't feel right. Yeah. I went through. I saw the Woodson jerseys. I saw. Wow. It just did not feel right, and I left there really disappointed. And I told my mom, and I said, man, you know, I really wanted to go here, and this just didn't feel right. And I always, uh, I had coach. Jim Roman, who was on uh, the New Philadelphia coaching staff at the time, and he was the kicker for the Buc- uh, for the Buckeyes in '68, last time they won a national championship. So wow. he was on my high school staff. So after wow. that, after I didn't, after I kind of gave up on the Michigan, I was like, all right, I'm all in with Michigan State. And um, <laughs> Coach Jim Roman, he had a talk with me before I called them back, and he was like, listen. It's the Ohio State. That's where yeah. it be. Like, yeah. you can't do this. You got to be doing right, right. Thank God for Coach Jim Rome. I mean, come Fred Fuggage and John Cooper. I said they made me a rock star coming to my high school, coming out to the sticks. Wow. So, but no, John man, Cooper I'm, came out there. John Cooper, Fred Puggage. Hold oh on. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. But That's man, um, the whole recruiting process can it's 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 tiring. Uh, I know from from my position because my parents, man, I came from humble beginnings. If I wanted to go to a university or you know school like that, um, it was going to be tough financially to put that on my parents. So yeah. uh, I understood that you know yeah I'm an athlete, but this is a this is a vehicle to go on to better things. I always knew that my mom and dad wanted that you know for for all their children. So. Um, I took it serious, uh, ended up going to the Ohio State. And um, yeah. and the, the, the number one thing at Ohio State that stood out to me was excellence. I was, yeah. on, the, I was on the Oval Lawn, and I was like, man, they, they want to be excellent at everything. Yeah. Everything, not just yeah. football, but everything. And I was like, I need this. I need, I need that. I need that. And so um, from wow. there, it was just being around masterminds, I call them. Mark D'Antonio is a mastermind. Jim Trestle is a mastermind. Yeah. Luke Fickle, yeah. the mastermind, mastermind, Mel Tucker, yeah. all these guys who you have a chance to, you know, interact with the John Tenutas, the Fred Puggages. And yeah. so if you, you know, 
I understood not a lot of people from my hometown or from my area had that opportunity to sit in those team rooms. Right. So I felt like I had everything on my back, Ken. And so I soaked it all up. I soaked wow. it all up. You know, and, just go ahead. And th so you start, when did you, you started, because you were on the championship team in 02. Um, was that your senior year? Yes, that was my last okay. year. Okay. So you started at Ohio State in um, what, 98? 98. So I redshirted in 98. Okay. Um, so you started in 98, John Cooper was the coach, but he wasn't the coach when you won the championship. Correct. So when, when did that transition occur? 2000, 2001? Uh, that happened right after the 2000 season. Okay. Right after the Outback Bowl, the two, yeah, that would have been right after the Outback Bowl. Yeah. So it was like the 2001, I believe, Outback Bowl, um, going into that 2001 season. And that I've was, always I've always wondered what's it like being a a a player, and you've had a coach for a couple of years. What whether you know everybody loved John Cooper or not, he was your coach. He helped recruit you, correct. and then you got the new kid on the block coming in, yeah. <laughs> Jim Dressel, and you're like, who's this guy? Right? <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it's it's a lot different. Um, I tell you what, though, I grew up in Ohio, so I understood how important it was to beat the team up north. And let's just, you know, let's face the facts. Uh, Coach Cooper didn't have a problem winning football games. He had a problem winning that game, and that's the game. If you don't win that game, you ain't going to stay the coach. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. Man. And Coach Earl Bruce, uh, I think, put it best once when I had an opportunity to talk to him, you know, just from a coaching standpoint when you're in that rivalry. So, I know when we made the change, it was it was different. Um, you know, yeah. Coach Cooper had been there a number of years. I mean, I think 13, 14 years. I may be yeah. off. It may be longer than that. So, again, it was a shock. But I think, um, you know, we, the, the state of Ohio, the great state of Ohio was thirsty for that win and for a turnaround against our rivals. And so, yeah. um, you know, when they um, brought Coach Trestle in, um, it was different. I remember some of the names floating around and, and you know, the, the, the big thing off top was, Hey, the Ohio state is different than the Youngstown state. You know what I mean? There's yeah. levels to it. Oh yeah. But, you know, but when you had an opportunity to meet the man, you know, in live and living color, Oh, it was a different ball game. And uh, I, oh, realized, yeah. <laughs> I realized this guy knows not just football, but he knows, you know, life he's, he's been. Yeah. And so, um, Again, the transition of having him come in um, was much needed because when you're at the Ohio State, you can get caught up in wins and losses. And a lot of people um, get ate up. When I say people, I mean the young men and women who are you know, competing at this level. You get ate up in that gauntlet. And, uh, and it's a business. That's what you yeah. learn. It's not yeah. just about fun anymore. It's a business. Coach yeah. Trussell, on the flip end, had a way of massage, massaging that, meaning – we all met with him for like one hour prior to the season starting in 2001. One-on-one, on one, you mean? One-on-one. On one. I mean, wow. from the top to the very bottom. Wow. And so you're thinking that you're going to go in there and talk football. Never once talk football. Talk life. Talked wow. about what your plans are. If football doesn't work out, what is it that you want to do? If football does work out, it's short term. What is it that you're going to be? And, you know, start installing the block of life you know, the winner's wow. manual. And that right there um, stimulated us young men in a different way because we realized that 
whether the NFL worked out or not, we were prepared to be successful in life and to use those uh, key tools, learning tools that we learned along those gauntlet, you know, blood, sweat and tears days um, there on campus and also there at the Woody Hayes facility, but to transition that into all different areas of life so that you could be a winner in everything. You know, and and I'm just going to make this point. Jim Trestle, Coach Trestle, he's not fronting like he doesn't have to. He 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 didn't have to do that at all. He could have brought the whole team together and said, go out there and win. And especially the team up north. Right, right, (laughs) right, right. right. But just just look at everything about him. I I think um, he all he's a he's a thinker. You know, yeah. and I was talking to him not too long, a couple of weeks back. And I told him, I said, you know, the language that people need to know in life, it's not English. It's not Spanish. It's not this, that and the other. It's the language of people. That's what Jim Trussell knows. That's what Coach Jim Trussell knows. You yeah. put him in a room with a group of people and before you know it, they're going to gather around him because he's a leader. Uh, he's been through a lot in his life, yeah. but he's used all that uh, and geared it towards uh, something positive. And when you can learn from your wins and your losses and then be able to put that and convey that to someone else so that yeah. they can learn along their journey, now that's when you're brilliant. That's when you're doing beautiful things. That's when you're walking in your mission in life. So he, how, blessed, how, um, how blessed do you feel knowing that, he, I mean, dude, he was your coach like he was oh, man. i mean i mean coach uh the president of a university I, um i mean like i said you put him on any stage any walk of life and, and the man figures it out and he makes you think there's nothing given you know he, his yeah. one of his sayings that still sticks with me till this day is you get as your works deserve and we, he and i talked about that one time and there's a plus and a negative to that you know, um, you get as your works deserve if you're working hard. You get as your works deserves if you're slacking. You know, yeah. it's almost like being a leader. Everyone associates being a leader with a positive person, but you can lead people wrong and still be a great leader. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he was able to get us to tap into something much bigger than just football. It was about life. It was about feeling life, taking in this moment and, and doing something great. I wow. told him, I said, you know, to come in the way he did at that basketball game in front of those fans, you know, the Buckeye faithful, Buckeye nation, and predict. And <laughs> next one of the days we're going up there to handle business. That's a program changer right there. Yep. And then to do it, come on. Uh, I mean. Set you yeah. up for a national title, I guess, the following year. Huh? Dude, that team up north hate, hated Trestle. <laughs> oh, man. They're going to hate everybody here soon. <laughs> I don't think they've got a win in like two decades. Oh, Lord have mercy. And then State, Michigan State yeah. smoked them last week. <laughs> so. My guy, uh, Mel Tucker. There's a buddy. I can now. Hey, cause. <laughs> Good friend of mine, right there, Laura. You 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 sent me that video for her son. Remember? Yes, that's, yes, that's, yes. That's her. Yes. There, that's Laura. She's she's Hello, a Laura. Spart- Spartans fan up there. But yes, so indeed. so so you okay? So you you end up at the Ohio State University. You're playing football there. You're um you start out with Cooper for a couple of years. Then Trestle comes along and um and just 
he brought a big old can of whoop ass with him. Let's just be real. <laughs> like, yeah. And and kind of really turned not not that we were doing horribly bad, but I mean things changed when he came on the scene. So what was it like? What happened? Because I know Maurice Claret was he? Were you guys the same year? or Was he a little younger than you? No, I mean he, he came in my last year. So okay, he, oh, he was, was two thousand and two. Oh, that's okay. Okay, so he was there. Uh, wow. Coach Trust's second uh, year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, what was it like, man? I mean, what did the did you feel a big shift with the team and the energy mm-hmm. in in that first year with Trestle? Yeah, I think there. You know, it was uh, it was a transitional period. You know, uh, I, I don't want to say it was the honeymoon period because um, Coach Trestle really came in and understood um, what it is that we needed. And I think uh, just you know, looking back. Uh, he wanted to get to know us as people that yeah. way. Um, you know, it's like a relationship. You have to build trust. You have to know who you're in it with. Yeah. Um, and, and you want to know them people wise. You just don't want to know, um, you know, the obvious. Yeah. They're, they're freaking nature. They're, they're, they're great athletes. He wanted to get a, to know us as people. And I think that was a big change again, because it's big business. And yeah. so when you can conduct big business and still get that small town, like, Hey, you know, um, I know you. It's not just a figurehead. You knew him. And um, so in that first year, it was a lot of discipline. We need to be more disciplined. Um, I think uh, the one of the biggest things that he said uh, was the most important play in football is to punt. Now, here we are. We have deep guys on defense, guys on offense. And we're kind of looking like most important play is the punt. But he was consistent with it. And as um, time played out, we realized that, yes, it, it is definitely the most important play of football. The punt. The punt. I have never heard that. Yeah, most important play in football is the punt. You must protect. It can it can change fields that quick. You know, it can wow. flip the, uh, the field and momentum that quick. And wow. uh, so I always like that, you know, we had a leader who had already thought it out, you know, from A to Z on what, what it is that we needed. Uh, 2001, um, I always saw that um, he didn't fold. There were times in 2001 and two where the pressure was cranked up, especially in 2002, you know, the cardiac, cardiac kids. Um, When when you're almost at your breaking point, that's when you look around as a player to kind of look at your leaders and see what's what. And he's always the the leader. Yeah, he, he, he was he was cold as ice. It was just like he knows something. He's concocting something. So let's just get through. And that's a lot of what you need to do in life, too. Uh, I yeah. talk about it even with my tweets. It's not about getting at a tough point in life and along your journey and stopping. The beauty is seeing it through and then looking back and saying, wow, you know, I'm glad that I learned that. I'm glad I endured that. I'm glad that I'm I'm standing where I'm at right now. So that's right, man. Brilliant. Wow. Oh, Ken, 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 real quick. I, I'd be wrong without saying this. I'll show you how God works. On that 1998 Michigan State staff, there was Nick Saban, first-year guy Mel Tucker. We had Mark D'Antonio. Wow. We had Jim Bowman on there, on, on those staffs. I thought about those guys along with Nick Saban um, um, when I decided to go to the Ohio State. I always felt bad. I was like, man, you know what? Without those guys and, and that relationship, I always felt bad. Well, when Coach Trussell came in in 2001 and started announcing mm-hmm. staff, he says, we have a secondary coach, Mel Tucker. 
We got Jim <laughs> Bowman as my O coordinator and offensive yeah. line coach. We got Mark D'Antonio as my D coordinator. I'm like, oh. And then and, and then, then you go and win it a year later. Come on, man. God's I know, man. man. That is some crazy stuff, yeah. man. Cool. That is that's 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 the way God works, though, man. You're right. It's He's crazy. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. So so you um and <clears throat> wow, man. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So so in 01, and I, I don't want to make look, I know football's been your whole life, but football's not your life right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um so so let but I want to talk a little bit about when you were in 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 those four years at the Ohio State University. Um, you you were what was your major? How how were your academics? Um, early on, um, academics. I, I was just coming out of high school where you know people were on my behind. Yeah, so for two early years. On, yeah, early yeah. on, um, I, I was on it. Uh, I wish I had done better. Let's just put it that way. Uh, throughout those four years, I think I got caught up in a lot of the. The, the hype with yeah. the game of football and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um i wish i could i wish i could have done better and, and, and taken more out of it i mean i went to school and everything but it yeah was right my focus you know just looking back because i had a chance later on in life to go to penn state and i did and i was just in a better place and i was telling coach trust i was like man <laughs> i'm just much better mentally now you know taking on yeah, uh, this workload than I than I was, you know, back then during those years. I'm, but I was an English major. People don't people don't realize though. I mean, there's some fun stuff that goes down on High Street. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, High Street is fun. <laughs> How about Mean Mister Musters? Is that before your time? <laughs> no, no, but I've I've heard stories. P- believe me, if it's happened on high street there's a story attached to it and it gets passed along whether those yeah. buildings still exist or not it's <laughs> alive and well <laughs> oh it's funny man so so i i can't i mean it's got to be tough um i didn't go to college but i i used to hang out down on high street i'll say that um right. but but you know i it's got to be tough being i mean dude you you weren't just like sitting on the bench you were a star on on the team and um so it's got to be tough um for you to to be it i mean emotionally like it's like it's a lot put they i mean these kids are are a lot is put on them man they're lifted up on these pedestals you know i'm i'm a were you on scholarship yes yeah so you're on scholarship you're you're you know, you're a, a, a um, celebrity on campus and, and, and I'm, you know. Yeah. There's a, Ken, man, there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of time management. Yeah. Uh, there's a, you know, you're being molded. I, I, I call it a gauntlet because you can get your ass chewed up very quickly yeah. uh, in, in the process. And there's, there's a pressure. There's a lot of pressure put on young people again um there's pressure to come in uh you know any anytime you have money attached to something uh, yeah there, there there's pressure so that's what a scholarship is uh someone yeah. is uh, funding your education and an opportunity to you know compete so um you want to stand your ground i think the pressure is is that they're always recruiting it's never good enough and i understand that you know if you want to be 
like a, a blue blood like the Ohio State, you yeah. have to continue to bring uh, individuals in. And, and a lot of guys can't take that. They're so used to being in high school where the red carpet was rolled out. They're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah. And what you have to understand is that when you come into the Woody, you got a group of dogs waiting for you. We don't get, you know, we're not, we don't care about no highlight. We all have highlight reels in high school. <laughs> we were all that dude. But what are you going to do when you get in here? And dude, I know, love that, man. You know? So there's I guys, talk about that all the time. Like, nobody gives a crap about what you did. What no, are you going to do? Gonna do? Yeah, that's, that's why I tell my son now who's 15. I'm like, look at these kids, you know. You know, they like to throw that Ohio. They like to throw that silver bullet helmet in there. Oh, I got three schools. One of them's Ohio State. Five, one's Ohio State. I said, that shit sounds, excuse me, that sounds good. I said, but a lot of guys aren't going there in the first place because they understand that it could end. There's a yeah. lot of guys who came out of high school who were big dogs and, and somehow, some way they get on campus and they kind of yeah. get a reality check. So um, just throughout my journey, again, nothing was given to me and I didn't want anything given to me. Um, yeah. I don't like being buttered up, so to say. I understood that I need to keep my edge. And so, Ken, like um, when I came in in 98, it was a veteran group. Um, I came in as a defensive back in 98, and it, it was a great um, classroom to be in with Antoine Winfield, uh, the Ahmed Plumbers, the Damon Moores, the Gary Berries, um, you know, uh, you know, Percy King. There was a number of guys uh, who, who was involved in that group who, who, who were older gentlemen who understood um, life. I mean, Ahmed yeah. was married, uh, you know, guys had kids, you know, a lot of different things were going on. Mm -hmm. So I understood then that I had to earn uh, my keep. And then throughout my journey, I started getting bigger. You know, I got a little taller, a little bigger. And so I went from coming in as a defensive back, I moved the linebacker yeah. for a short period of time. And then that's when Coach Trussell came in in 2001. And like at that point, you know, I had played, but I hadn't really locked down a position. And that was one of my goals, you know, going into that 2001 camp. Um, and I love that Coach Mark Antonio said he was going to play the, the best 11. And I and I believed him when he was going to say it. It wasn't just, you know, smoke. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I worked my tail off and um, a couple of things happened before you know it. In 01, I started at corner. And then 02 came back and started at linebacker. So I was very versatile. Yeah. But um, throughout that, you know, throughout those times, man, there's there's high points, there's low points. There's times when you need a hug. There's times when you need a foot in the behind. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's times I think some of the best moments are when you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, hey, I don't have mom here. I don't have dad here. I don't have all the fans. This is me and you. What yeah. are we going to do? Yeah. What are we going to do? You know, so I'm glad that I, 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 um, I'm glad I went through it. You know, uh, a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, a lot of tears, a lot of great memories. But I would not be the man I am today. Um, I wouldn't have the outlook that I have on life uh, today if it wasn't for that brotherhood. Yeah. You know, um, you're going to take something out of there one way or another if, if, if you make it to senior day. Uh, in the shoe to where the fans get a chance to hear your name that one last time and you go out and you're just like, here, here, here we are, man. Here we Dude, are. are. And that day, are you crying? Are you oh, crying? Man. Yeah. You're thinking, <laughs> yeah. About, I'm, I'm thinking about all I put my parents through when I'm looking down there and, you know, and they're like, you know, C Grant, I'm down there, man. I'm looking at my mom on the 50 and my dad mm. and my mom didn't want me to play football. My mom 
got cancer and uh and i understand just um the blood sweat and tears that man she put into me i'm gonna tell you a story man because i'm i don't have nothing to hide man i can't get past the grades my grades even throughout that journey sucked man i can remember one day my mom man i can remember my mom coming on campus ken tears in her eyes and she said how in the hell did you miss a final? How'd you come and sit in my house and just skip out on a final? And I saw my mom uh, beg and plead in front of the board. Uh, please, if not for, if not, I understand C's messed this up, but for me, for me, if you would give him another chance, just please give him another chance for me. So yeah, you think about those things and you think about just the whole upbringing, but it, you know, I thought about that, and there she is on the 50-yard line with my dad, and, yeah. and you know what I mean? I go in and embrace him, and I can remember just saying, just, just get off the field, get off the field. I was I was ready. I was wow. ready. Just ready, man. So, wow. Um, you know, so. Dude. Part of the journey. You know, it's, 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 um, I remember, I remember telling my mom years and years ago, I am sorry for being an asshole kid. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, we don't, I, I got, I got, I, I have a 15 year old and a, an 11 year old daughters and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I just, I look I, I and I think, you know, there's going to come a day. There'll come a day when you're going to regret. I'm going to catch it. I'm going to catch it a couple different ways. Man. <laughs> so, but some of the stuff that comes out of their mouth at their parents, like it's like dude, you're going to regret that someday. You yeah. will. I'm telling you. Like, yeah. but they don't get it. You can't tell them. They, they, no, they don't, no they you don't, don't man. But yeah. but you you know in that moment that um, you didn't get there alone. Oh no. Yeah, the good Lord, and then you know yeah. you always have those people. Um, well, you hope to have those people who can be there for you. Not everybody's fortunate to have that. So you yeah. always want to pay homage to those who uh, are thinking about you when you're not thinking about yourself. You know? Yeah, no kidding, man. So so let's go to um, let's go to the national championship game in 2002, where mm-hmm. Ohio State played Miami of Florida. Mm-hmm. What an I, I, dude! I forgot. I told you the other day. I said I forgot. I mean, a hundred percent of the game, honestly. And, <laughs> and so I, I but I, I I remember the excitement around it, but I just yeah. forgot. So I I um I, I I watched it the other. It's on YouTube. I watched the whole thing, nice. and and um it, I forgot how freaking int- it was a double overtime freaking nice. game, man. Like it was. <laughs> crazy and and so so I, I was like this is insane and i had forgotten that my buddy c grant was the, you you had you had the you're the reason that the game ended you you freaking broke through fast like fast man and took down the quarterback man yes and that that ended the game that was it yeah, I'll tell you what, Ken, uh, you talk about being a part of something great. You know, uh, I didn't have that opportunity uh, in high school to play in the playoffs. So without any playoffs, there's no championships like that. So yeah. I think, uh, you know, just any 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 senior, especially, you know, your last game, you, you wanted to 
be for all the marbles, so to say. And, um, you know, we had a dream season at 2002 season. Hey, look who's on screen right now real quick. Ah, Mindy. Mindy. Love Mindy. <laughs> She's awesome. She is awesome. Um, but, no, um, man, lost my track of mine. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You had no, no, no. As a senior, uh, you, you want to be put in that position, uh, especially at a place like The Ohio State. You got to yeah. understand, going into that game, that's when the historians come out and they start letting you know hard facts like the last time the Buckeyes won a national championship was 1968, you know, and you start – looking at that time that's gone by and you realize like, man, there's some people who have not witnessed a title. Yeah. And um, you think of the nineties, you know, the Cooper teams that, you know, there's a lot of teams throughout the nineties that, you know, were good enough to be national champions, but they did not get past, you know, that team up North. So here we are sitting there in 2002 um, and uh, so much on the line, but we had been through so much uh, throughout that season. Again, I think I referenced it. We were the cardiac kids. So we had won games in every way, shape and form. You know, yeah. and, and 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 almost lost some games. I mean, but it, it was all a part of the straightening to get us ready for that moment. And then, you know, we were taking on the previous year's national champ. So when you have a team that's already been to the mountaintop and they're coming back, you know, for that second opportunity at it, you you pretty much know as you know, as the competitor, like, hey, we got to bring it. So um, yeah. the great state of Ohio. Um, was thirsty for a national title, man. We had the right mix of guys. Um, I think we had the right guy at head coach, definitely, and coach Jim Trussell. Yeah. Uh, you look at our defense of a staff, you look at Mark D'Antonio, look at what he's went on and done. We had yeah. Mel Tucker, we had uh, Mark Schneider, we had Luke Fickle, Jim Haycock, a number of great minds is what I'm talking yeah. about to get us prepared. You look at offense, um, of course, Coach Jim Trussell, you know, calling the plays, Jim Bowman, um, Tim Spencer. I know I'm forgetting guys, but the yeah. whole staff was great. And then, again, that 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 cohesive unit uh, of a team that we had. Uh, we had a – I think we had, like, the best freshman class come in in the country that year, led by, you know, guys like Maurice Hawk – I mean, Maurice Claret, A.J. Yeah. Hawk – uh, Bobby Carpenter, those guys led a class. And then we had a veteran group, you know. We had some uh, fifth-year seniors in, in key positions defensively. But um, we just had guys with great experience. And who was I, the – who was our – it was um, – the uh, our quarterback was uh, – Craig Krenzel. Yeah, you, oh, my God. One, one of the smartest guys, ah. I think, to ever play at Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was brilliant. Smartest. Yeah, I mean, I think his major, I don't even think I can pronounce it, but uh, <laughs> I, I knew Craig was something serious when I believe, and, you know, I'm sure I'll hear if I'm wrong on this, but if I'm not mistaken, one time it was like <sighs> football is so intense, but it was almost like a relief for him compared to, like, what he was taking on in, in the classroom. You know, yeah. it was more down to earth. Um, so, yeah, we had a great leader out there at the quarterback position. Uh, had a great middle linebacker there in Matt Wilhelm. Of course, we had the consensus All-American and Michael Doss at safety. Um, greats like Will Smith on the edge, uh, Darian Scott, I mean, Chris Gamble. So we had yeah. a really great mix. And then offensively, Maurice Beast had like three running backs, a heck of an offensive line. Nick Mangled, yeah. the whole, whole nine. Crazy, man. Douglas. But um, 
No, man, when we went into that game, we knew we needed to bring it. And you got to understand, they, they predicted, like, they were throwing, they had, like, flyers out for parties prior to the game. Like, guys from a year ago who were already in the NFL, they had already planned to kick our behinds and party. Oh, and, from Miami? Yeah. And wow. so, uh, you know, we got wind of that. And at the end of the day, what, what we wanted to prove is that the Big Ten was not big and slow. Um that uh, we have big-time athletes who are primed for big-time games. And that's what we did, man. Miami always talks that swag. But Ohio yeah. State, at the Ohio State, we bring game. And that's what right. happened today. We played a full game and some. And uh, at the end of the day, what I tell you Coach Tressel said, you get as your works deserve. And I think on that night, we got as our works deserve. Uh, the, the great state of Ohio got as its works deserve. So yeah. the best damn band in the land, the whole nine yards, man. Everything, man. It was it was absolutely freaking unbelievable. I mean, it was unbelievable. My wife just posted up here that she was the uh, marketing director at City Center Mall back mm -hmm. that that in that time period, and yeah. she said Coach Tressel brought the whole team to City Center to sign autographs, do fan right. appreciation. Well, you, you were there. I'm yeah, I was there. Sure. Loved yeah. it. Loved it. I think we talked about that on the phone the other day. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's well, so that awesome. Yeah, I but, do. Um, so, so you, you, uh, I mean, that had to have been, I can't even imagine just as a fan witnessing that um, as a player, like the, the so next good. few days had to be like a blur. Like, oh, it was. <laughs> I mean, we <laughs> did something big. I don't remember what it was, but. Um, <laughs> I know it was a blur because I don't think I went back with the team. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no no i had fun um i think later on that week when i came to the browns and steelers were playing <laughs> i had a lot of fun man um that was in uh it was in in phoenix okay. wasn't it yeah yeah With tempe Tem oh tempe tempe, tempe yeah. arizona that's right yeah wow man so so you you um so you you graduated from from ohio state um and you i'm a, right <laughs> i'm assuming yeah, you graduate right. yeah um and then comes the nfl and and you you get drafted into the nfl into into the saints is that yeah new orleans saints 2003 dude so what was that like like uh, i mean how do you go from national championship into the nfl and now all of a sudden you're the big man on campus at Ohio state. Like you're the man. And then now you're starting over. And I've heard the NFL is like night and day different from college. It, it is night and day different. I mean, again, it's just a, a bigger piece of uh, business. Yeah. You know, now, now the stakes are bigger. Uh, they're, they're investing a heck of a lot more money into you and it's a dirty business. I mean, Is I'm it? sorry. I'm sorry, NFL. I mean, I'm on here. I've heard uh, that. We're going to talk about it. And uh, yeah. so that was the biggest uh, change for me. Um, you know, again, growing up in New Philadelphia, when you say doctors, those are people who are going to help you. Okay. Where I'm yeah. from. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to yeah. go in there. You say, hey, my leg hurts. Take a look at it. They're going to take a look at your leg. They're going to shoot you straight on the diagnosis. And we're going to yeah. move forward. It's not the case in the NFL, you know, in the NFL, they have their team doctors 
Mm. Um, and uh, and I'm not trying to go off on a rant. You know, early on no. in my NFL career, uh, suffered an injury. And again, small town guy, all I want is shoot me straight on what I need to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I need surgery, then we get surgery. If I can play yeah. through it, I can play through it. Give me a good, you know, give me the correct diagnosis. Because right. with me, I can deal with good. I can deal with bad. I can't deal with uncertainty. Right, right. Go very well with that. And sure. if we lose, you know, if we lose trust, that's it. You know, I'm like my mom in that. You know, I just, I just don't have time for it. You know. Right. And so, um, it got. I, I saw the uglier side of the NFL. It wasn't the mm-hmm. glitz and the glamour. You know, I was a third round draft pick. Uh, much was expected of mm-hmm. me. Um, I'll never forget draft day. Like, uh, you know, Jim Hazlitt's on the phone. He's hyped up. You know, uh, Tom Benson's on the phone. He's hyped up. I get Rick Venturi, who's the D coordinator on the phone. He's not as happy. I could tell he probably wanted somebody else. Uh, and that's oh, wow. So when you go into that like that, and then I get injured, and you hear all the, you know, all the craziness. And so um, wow, um, I made a mistake uh, during my journey. Um, my my agent told me at the time, he was like, see, you know, let's get a second opinion. Uh, don't on your leg, on my leg, on my knee. And, okay. uh, you know, don't don't do the surgery. And I was, you know, again, thinking not even from not, I don't want to say I wasn't thinking from a business standpoint, but I was thinking more of like a like a warrior. Like, I want to get back out there. I have a lot yeah. to prove. You know, I right. mean, I'm from a small town I'm from the Ohio State. I have my other guys who I came in with. They're out there playing like. Who, you know, who all who all did you come into New Orleans with? Um, well, in that draft class was like Michael Doss uh, came out, Matt Wilhelm, uh, myself, my cousin Kenny Peterson. Uh, I'm probably missing some guys, but 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 we had a number of guys uh, come out of that draft in 2003 wow. who were drafted. I know Mike was because we played the Colts, and uh, I can remember seeing him. But man, it was it was a dark time for me. Um, yeah, I was in New Orleans, loving the food eaten um and uh man it was just crazy man like again the new philadelphia in me was like doctor shoot me straight and i think once i got at odds with those doctors um you know my career kind of went downhill from there and um wow i love the new orleans saints um they made my dream come true i wish i could have given them more you know i mean um but um you know, I ruptured my patella tendon. I end up rupturing my patella tendon, and uh, oh, and I, maybe guys come back from that now. Um, you know, every person is different. I wasn't able to. I was never um, the same. And then wow. mentally, mentally um, was kind of just over it with um, with that particular organization. And I understood that things like that happen throughout. But you know, I have one of those stories that um, aren't. You know, probably not the best, but you can never take it away from me. You know that I was right. there, I played, I'm vested. You know, I'm a vested player, but uh, um, it, it let me know a lot about life. Um, we got a bunch of people from Louisiana watching right now. That's fine, and and like Brad and 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 here's and Victoria. But Ooh, here's that. the thing, dude. Like you, they know who you are. Like you obviously made made a big enough of a splash that that they know who you are they remember you from the same well, I, lo- so, 
I, I love New Orleans, and uh, yeah. and like I said, uh, and I love the city. Um, you know, I had a chance to share it with a guy uh, from the Ohio State and Charles Bentley, uh, a late great friend, and Will Smith, who came in the following year uh, behind me, and and. Uh, I know we wanted to do great things uh, there during that time. And uh, it just goes to show that sometimes uh, God has a, a much bigger plan um, because yeah. I end up seeing it through. I mean, there was a time where I would go through New Orleans and get off a plane and be there a couple hours and just break down and damn near have a nervous breakdown, just crying. Just why? Because wow. I wanted to give so much to that city. I wanted to make it home. And um, so, you know, and then they won the Super Bowl. And I was happy, you know, I'm happy for guys like, uh, you know, Mickey Loomis. I'm happy for guys, uh, Deuce McAllister and, and all the guys who were there, um, you know, during that time, I was happy for Will, Malcolm Jenkins. But yeah, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff left on the table there that, uh, you know, I wish could have went better. But again, that's part of my journey. It's part of your journey, man. And, and, and you know, um, and it's really sad what happened with Will, Will Smith, man, that's yeah. That's, that's that. just crazy, man. Were you still there when that happened? No, um, no? Okay. no, I wasn't there. Um, but I wow. just just knowing those areas, understanding uh, what was going on down in the city during that time. Yeah, um, you know, because there's always festivities. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the great things about New Orleans, man, is the people, um, the food, and just the culture. And, yeah. Uh, so it was very unfortunate, especially like you know, and, and not 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 to speak on it too much, man. But my yeah. my guy Will, man, he gave so much to um, that city um, yeah. outside of football. I mean, anytime there was an event going on, I mean, um, you know, Monday Night Football or, or yeah. something outside of it, you know, he was there, his family, and uh, and he was one of the uh, front guys along with Drew Brees and Malcolm Jenkins, and, and you know, during that time. So for to have something like that happen, period, is, is terrible and tragic. But, yeah. uh, you know, to have something happen like that to a guy who really came in and changed, you know, Will was a big part of changing that culture, you know, along yeah. with Drew, Drew and those guys. So it's uh, very unfortunate. Um, but I do enjoy, you know, on Twitter seeing his son, you know, um, yeah, Will Jr. So uh, I wish him the best and, and hope that he follows in his father's footsteps because his father That's was awesome. a monster, man, of a of a ball player, but even better of a human being. You know, Will was one of those guys I rock with, uh, wow. one field and off. So That's so awesome. I mean, and, and to see, you know, to see, I think most people um, outside of the you know, that just watch Sunday, Sunday football or, you know, watch their team. And I mean, dude, you, you guys, like I told you on a phone call, like I played in seventh and eighth grade, man, I got hit so hard. I think my, my kids were born with headaches like in, in eighth grade. And I said, that's it. I am never playing this game again. Hey, it's not, it's not got, for everyone. No, man. But it's, it's, you know, like, I, I think a lot of people see it as, man, this is freaking brutal. And, and these guys are nothing but mean and, you know, and right. never want to meet them in a bar. But, but like, <laughs> dude, like you're, you're, you're hard. I can see it. I think everybody watching can see you've got this beautiful heart, man. And, and, and you really, you're coming across like your energy is, and maybe you weren't always like that. I don't know, but, but, but dude, you, you, you just have a heart of gold and I, I can see it. I, can I appreciate that, Ken. I mean, uh, it, it, it's come through a lot of uh, 
pain and suffering, but I talk about it. Uh, I used to ask God to take my pain away, but now I don't. I just ask him to change my pain. Mm. Don't take it away because I need that pain to be motivated. I need that pain to not go back to places yeah. where I once was. So just, yeah. just change it to where I can cope and deal. And, and like I was telling you early on about Coach Trestle, whenever you can – teach someone else like god has given me you know six beautiful children you know my oldest is up up in heaven with him uh, my oldest son willie the third uh but i still have five here on earth you know my oldest son Braden, and then my four girls and uh wow. my you know i tell you about how my grades were horrible but my kids man like um they listened to my story and and you know i was able to you know, instilling them how important it is for them, you know? And so some of those battles we, we um, aren't really going through at this time because we've, we've hit it early on, you know what I mean? And, and I told them like, you're going to have your share of adverse situations in this life. Um, but it's, it's all about your approach. And it's all about, uh, I'm real big on being genuine and authentic. Yeah. And those are the people, uh, like I was telling you, those are the people I want to be around genuine, authentic people. You know what I mean? Because there's so many frauds, so many fakes, so many people wanting to be someone else. Like I was telling my wife the other day, I said, how in the hell does people know more business about someone else? And then you ask them about themselves and they go blank. You ever, know <laughs> you ever ask somebody like, hey, so what about Ken Walls? And they're like, oh, Ken, da, 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 da. So what about you? And they're like, mm. so, so I'm at the point in my life where I want to get to know myself. Yeah. Before I get to know anyone else. And yeah. I know you and I uh, have been talking, but um, we're, we're going to do some great things. Dude, I, I you know, and I got to say thank you to Mindy again, if she's still on here. Um, like, she just knew that we needed to be connected. Right. I, she knows a lot of Buckeyes, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot, right? Mindy solid, man. Oh, she, I know. I can't believe how long, you know, I mean, it seemed like I just met her. A year or two ago, but man, we've known each other. I know over a decade now. Plus, I mean, I'm she's she's two, two plus decades. And and I gotta give her a plug real fast, man. Yeah. Hey, Mindy, I'm reading the book. There's my bookmark. I'm the reading game. it. So yes, indeed. She's like, you haven't read that book yet, and I'm like, I I, I I'm going to, and it's a <laughs> it's a great book. So, um, and she just said on here, she's thankful that you wrote a passage in in her book. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, you are so so let, let me ask you this. Um I, I have a couple more questions, then we'll we're a little bit over time. You're okay on time, aren't you? I'm good. Okay. Um, so you know, let's talk about what's coming up for C. What 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 do you see in C's future? Greatness. Greatness. Well, that's obvious, man. I mean, but, but no, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, yeah. The, the big thing is, uh, I've you know, I've had a fire lit underneath me, and I'm ready. You know, what I mean, can there, there there comes times where you wish you weren't at a point in life. It's like, man, I can't wait until, yeah, you know, down the road, I'll be there. I'm there. And so it's just a little straightening that I got to do. I got to get out there. I'm a, I'm a huge introvert. So that has to change. Like I hide from people literally. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good. Well, why? Why? Why do you think I that just, is? I, I don't know because on, I don't know. 
I think I'm a lot. Listen, man, let me remind you of something. You tackled the freaking quarterback and ended the game, and we won the national championship as a result. Yeah, but I had ten guys in the NFL. You got drafted in, dude. Like, come on, man. No, I'm with you. But again, that's like the story I told you uh, that Mr. Bruton Smith told me, you know, a friend of mine um, uh, down in the Carolinas area that I had a chance to meet who really put me on a lot of game, uh, NASCAR and just business. It's about finding different groups to be associated with. You know, one of the greatest things he told me was, hey, see who's all in your group, you know, who's all in your circle. And in that circle, are you the one? who's always, you know, dishing out advice or money or whatever the heck it is that's needed to others. And uh, I I got the thing. I said, yeah, yeah, that's me. He goes, you need a new group. You need a new group to where you can go and ask questions. Amen. You're always emptying out your cup. How the heck are you going to get it refilled? Um, So to answer your question, that's where I'm at right now. I got to get out of the way of myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? My pain has changed. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm genuine. I'm thin, I'm authentic and I'm ready. I'm ready. Like I'm, there's, a, there's no fear other than God in this man that you see right now. You know, uh, my mom, um, my mom and dad, um, you know, man, I have so much to, um, I have to thank them. I have to thank my sister and my brother. I have to thank my hometown. I have to thank my teammates. I have to thank people who did me good and people who did me wrong. I like, I yep. got to thank everybody, you know everybody. what I mean? And, that's, yep. and once you realize that when you go through your life and you're like, because originally you think that I have this group that I'm going to thank and this group that I can tell, you know, basically kiss my ass. And you're like, <laughs> I got to thank everybody because this helped mold me. This helped get me yep. to where I need to be in life. So um, there's going to wow. be great things. I know that I, I am, I do a lot of writing, um, uh, so I would, you know, I've told Mindy this and I've told you this, uh, you know, a book looking at uh, really getting the meat and potatoes of my upbringing. There's not too many people like myself who were brought up the way I was and who's been on the journey that I've been on. Yeah. Um, I like to um, also do a uh, biography uh, and then looking to shine some light on this 2002 national championship Buckeyes team. Yeah. Cause I, I want to, I want to touch on, on something, man. There's like, for those of you watching that don't know, C has this amazing hidden talent that, that um, in fact, if you Google or look on YouTube for C, you will find evidence of, of what <laughs> I'm getting ready to, 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 to bring up and that is why don't you tell the story of how Carmen Ohio and you having being forced to sing Carmen Ohio tell that story man <laughs> what happened all right um <laughs> coach Trestle here we go um so we you know over the summer um we we stay on campus you know we're going to be yeah. practicing and we go to school yeah. You know, so I had a class and it was one of those things where I was kind of up against the time. And again, I told you, you know, Coach Trussell is very agenda oriented. He gives you, a, you know, syllabus, yep. it's, you know, agenda sheet. Let's let's stay on past. So it was one of those uh, crossroads. Let's just say I was leaving uh, school. I was leaving campus and I was hungry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Man, there's a Wendy's right there on High Street or I can get to the Foster Center. 
And it was one of those things where I got in line and it wasn't like the lines that they have today where you can get in and be like, eh, get out. Yeah. I was stuck and I knew I was going to be late. Oh. So I finally get my food. And uh, the thing is, is when when those doors close at the faucet center, they're closed. They're locked. So I was coming through the faucet center and right when I'm, I'm making a run for the doors, those doors shut and locked. And I'm like, oh, man, this is not good. So I got the Wendy's, you know, the Biggie Lemonade. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. You know, yeah, I have my flip phone, you know. They, they have already scammed us on campus with the T-shirt and signing up. Credit up. So I got the flip phone out, had somebody, you know, caught somebody who was going to the restroom, kind of slid in. And I uh, thought I was pretty sly and kind of got in one of those auditorium seats, <laughs> got down in there. And, and at first I thought I, I thought I was busted. I was like, oh, man, this is terrible. Because Coach Trussell kind of looked at me. But, you know, business as usual. He, he wasn't yeah. going to stop his flow. Yeah. So after a while, I got comfortable. You know, like 45 minutes had went by. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. No worries. Well, hitting the biggie lemonade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating my junior bacon, you know, trying not to make the paper crumble. You know, I'm probably ignorant about it. it was oh my god, that's funny. But uh, um, anyways, man, um, when I thought we were going to conclude, Coach Trestle stands up. He goes, "Men." Oh no. He goes, um, "I want to do things the right way around here. Everything." The right way and it's not the big things that'll get you beat it's little things oh. we had a guy who came in today and he thought he was bigger than the team and no one's bigger than the team oh and dude like, you know i have the nerve to look around like man who Who's this this? you know <laughs> <laughs> so anyways then he, he takes his glasses and he puts them on the tip of his nose and he looks down <laughs> He says, see Grant. Oh. I'm like, oh, man, this is terrible. So it was like the walk of shame, you know, that little slope. You go down to get in front of the stage, and I'm going out and around. And I got I got, I got, got my teammates, you know, you know, you know, giving me a whole bunch of heck yeah. on the stage. And um, he said, uh, for that, I'd like for you to sing um, Carmen, Ohio, because it was written in one. The lyrics were written. But see, what Coach Trussell didn't know was at New Philadelphia, I had a choir teacher named Andrew Call who had left out in 98. I was in the Delphian Corral, one of the elite singing groups at my high school. Well, at the time, Andrew Call and I were both leaving in 98 New Philly to go to The Ohio State. I was going on a scholarship, and he was going to be a part of music in the men's glee club. So just months prior to that, Andrew, Mr. Call has sent me a disc with Hang On Sloopy, uh, a bunch of songs that correlate with the Ohio State. Yeah. Being one of them. So it was a song <laughs> that I listened to and I was like, I kind of like that. Like, I'm putting my own spin on that. So it was crazy. Now, back to that moment, he's like, you're going to sing Carmen, Ohio. And so I was like, coach, I'll sing it, but I got to be able to sing it my way. He says, you make it respectful, you sing it how you want. And I said, wow. Right. 
man. And I got there and I had guys, you know, I'm taking that deep breath. It's like, what a hundred some guys out there. And I'm hell <laughs> from the seniors in the front row. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do now? You know, <laughs> I, you know, I had that little escape. And so, um, man, um, I sung it. And when I was done, I was looking around. You could hear a pin drop. I mean, you could definitely hear a pin drop. No one was giving me a bunch of slack. I nothing. walked back to my <laughs> seat. Guys looked around. Coach Trussell kind of looked around. He was like, we're going to break it down then. He broke it down. And, uh, you know, it, it was just a crazy experience. You know, um, the guys. Coach Trussell's like, let's get him another Biggie Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey man, but you know, it was just you know, wow. it was just it just so happened to be that time. Any other time, man, wow. he can get you. But oh, it yeah. just you know, it shows you and then so I thought I was done with it that one time and then we were going um to play our next game and on Fridays coach addresses the team and tells, you know, our last second plans, what's tomorrow's layout gonna be. He says, see, break us down. We're going to break down on that. So what we did was we broke down on Carmen, Ohio, every night before our game. Wow. And so that just Dude. took us, like, once we won it, Craig Krenzel came up to me um, at the celebration. I mean, it's cold. And he was like, you got to do it. I'm like, dude, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm cold, you know? I'm He's cold. Like, no. Yeah. He's like, man, you got to sing it. You got you to let the world know. Yeah. And the next thing I know, Mr. Andy Geiger's like, we have something special. <laughs> See wow. You Dude, that is so amazing. All right. Hey, uh, now I, I I would be remiss if I didn't say, See, I, I really would love it if you blessed us with singing Carmen, Ohio. And I'll give you full stage, man. Would awesome. you do it? Yeah, let's do it. Dude, you, you rock, man. And this was not planned, by the way. <laughs> I, I'm get it, get it, hit the water. Come on, man. This is going to be great. I'm going to give you full stage. Here we go. See Grant singing Carmen, Ohio for us. Here we go. <laughs> hey, I appreciate all you listeners today. Um, I hope you enjoyed this time that uh, Ken and I uh, had today. But here we go. Carmen, Ohio is for the great state of Ohio. Buckeye Nation. Oh, come. <clears throat> Hold on. Let's redo it. All right, there we go. Oh, come, let's sing Ohio's praise and songs through warm while our hearts rebounding thrill and joy which death alone can still summer's heat all winter's cold the seasons pass the years will roll time and change will surely show how firm thy friendship oh go bucks 
Oh my god, dude, that was freaking amazing! Oh my god, yeah, I was choked. Oh, dude, that was freaking <laughs> amazing! Oh my god, dude, you brought tears to my eyes doing no, that. No, hey, listen, I had tears in my eyes. I almost choked, literally. I was panicking a little bit singing that, but no, anything for Buckeye Nation. Um, wow, dude, I uh, man, I'm I'm one of the guys. Um, you know, I have friends who are, you know, former teammates, man. They talk to me, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm different, man. Um, I'm not tied to anything. I'm tied to my God and my thoughts. And wow. so that'll, you know, so that's why even on Twitter and, and, and social media sites, I, I, I'm free. Yeah. I'm free. I don't have to worry about like, oh, if I hit sin, you know, I don't care. Kim, you know, that. You, know <laughs> you get to that point in life, it's just like you were saying with your mom. Like, listen, I've been through too damn much. Yeah. Here. And yeah. so uh, I appreciate this time. I appreciate my journey. I appreciate the people who did me good. I appreciate the people who did me bad. I appreciate everybody because it all goes into the life of uh, this guy named C. Grant, man, who came from a small town, New Philadelphia, Ohio, out near Amish country, who had a dream. At the end of the day, who had a dream. And it wasn't easy, man. We didn't go into all the details, but um, we went into enough of them to yeah. add on for, you know, uh, later projects. But I'm telling you, man, I have a story to tell. And that's and that's really where I'm at in my life. Um, outside of, you know, being married and, and um, ha raising my kids, um, I have a strong urgency. Um, Coach Trussell always talks about the urgency of now. And I have an urgency of right now, not, not, not a day of life is promised. Um, uh, I've seen brothers who are stronger than life, who uh, ha have laid still gone. And so I know not a day is promised. I talk about that daily. I talk about, um, you know, there's no friend like my friend, uh, my Lord and Savior Jesus. A man will fail you. Um, my mother has never failed me, but the day that she had to lay it to rest, you know, there were times after that that I wish I could have called. And um, mm -hmm. and so um, God is uh, so consistent yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And he's truly someone who I've, I've been fragile. So when you're fragile, you, you, you must connect and, and attach your everything to something consistent and there's no rock like um like him and so um i just i just pray to god that this will be the start of something great um i have so much that i want to share i got to get out of the way of myself and it, it, this is what you told me take your foot off the brake take did. Your foot off the brake and that's what i'm working on and so i'm gonna and I, I hey you gotta look at it from my perspective for a minute do you know what it felt like telling the great c grant to take his foot off the damn brake. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I can't lecture C. Grant. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. But like, dude, that's, that's what, but you know, we, look, I, I love your, your, your story. I love your message. Um, and I think that you have, um, man, you have greatness in you that you haven't even freaking touched. Great. You haven't even touched, man. And and I think everybody watching right now knows that Ted Ted Dryden is a '96 Dover grad. Look at that! Huh? <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna say uh, you know, go tornadoes or something like that. But no, <laughs> hey, how you doing? But hey, man, I I dude, I freaking love your story. I'm I am honored, and I mean honored. And everybody on here, um, especially if you're a good friend of mine 
look see Grant up on on Facebook. There's a picture of him and his son standing in the end zone, I think, right? Yes. Um and, and 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 send him a friend request. Um we're we're I'm pushing I'm pushing C. C, hey, C, C follow him on Twitter too. Um, yeah, that's but, at C Grant. Yeah. Um, but no, well, man, gonna, uh, yeah. I'm gonna get out of my way. Uh guys, uh, continue to listen to Ken. Um and he, he's full of uh, information, knowledge that is uh, definitely priceless. Like I said, I'm only surrounding myself with uh, genuine, authentic people. You you fit that bill. And uh, just looking forward to doing great things moving forward with you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Likewise. Okay. Likewise. So stay with me. I'm going to end the live stream, um, but stay on here. I'm going to put us both backstage while I play the outro. But um, and, and you and I will finish up here real quick, but thank you to everyone who's watched and who listened to see Grant's story. Got, you got blessed with hearing him sing Carmen, Ohio, dude, you're a freaking, you're a rock star, man. We're going to, we're going to do some great things together. Oh, yeah. So thank you. And, Can I say and, this? Yeah, I'm please. Sorry. Hey, yeah. Brookout nation. Listen, I think that's the first time that I've been asked to sing that, that I almost like literally choked and i had to hold on for dear life i i love i love the ohio state a lot of people say that i love it i love the brotherhood and i just you know i i hope one day when it's all said and done my mother always says see and she told all of her kids this don't be a floating soul make sure that wherever you're at you make an impact and so i hope i've made an impact during my time there to where you guys can smile uh, while I'm here and long after I'm gone. So keep the stories going, pass them down to generations, uh, listen to Carmen Ohio. It's not just about uh, the 2002 team. It's about uh, the greatest state. There is the, the Ohio state, um, you know, Buckeye nation, great state of Ohio, 100. Wow. Love it, dude. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Everybody go follow C Grant and, and Hey, keep your eyes open. Cause this, this man's about to do some great, great things. So appreciate we will see that. you all later. See, thanks so much, brother. I yes. appreciate you. man. Great feedback. Thank you, sir. All right. See you. Yep. Stay on here though. Well, I'm on. Okay.